Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. NBA coach Alvin Gentry said that Julius Randle has been ruled out of Tuesday's game versus the Rockets. According to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, Randle's team, the Pelicans, plan to listen to offers for Anthony Davis, but won't make a deal before next Thursday's trade deadline unless they're offered an overwhelming package. The Lakers are hopeful that LeBron James can play Thursday against the Clippers. In the NFL, Rams coach Sean McVay said Todd Gurley will, quote, be a big part of this game. And in baseball, John Hammond of FanCred reports that the Reds are, quote, making progress in talks with the Marlins regarding a trade for JT Ramuto. Heyman also reports that the Padres are considering free agent Mike Moustakis. And the Toronto Blue Jays have signed infielder Freddie Galvis to a one-year $5 million contract. Mark Feinstein of MLB.com reports that the deal does include a club option for 2020. I'm Dan Straffer and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. All right, let's do this, Yang. Level 3, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio. Lineup Lock Live, I am Gabriel Morenci, riding solo. At least for right now, until we take some of your phone calls. Uh, 844-843-6879. Uh, we'll take a look at uh, tonight's uh, board, betting board. Uh, we'll talk some DFS. Um, we've been talking Super Bowl, and it is the Super Bowl after all. So let's continue the conversation right now, as I do have a DraftKings page open in front of me uh, for the Super Bowl. So it's pretty much the question, um, who's, who, who do you make the captain? Who do you make the captain? Um, for the record, Julian Edelman is the most expensive player in the Super Bowl for DFS purposes, or at least over at DraftKings, he is the most expensive player. Um, if he's the captain, he's $16,200. If he's not, he's $10,800. So the question is, you know, the question is, and we look forward, we're going to have, uh, it'll probably be Ricky Sanders uh, on Thursday. And, um, man, we got some great guests coming up, actually. We had a great guest today. We had Gary Myers on this morning, on the morning after. But we're raising it up uh, throughout the week. We've got a bunch of NFL players. Uh, Demarius Davis of the New Orleans Saints. Demarcus Ware, legend, uh, legendary defensive tackle uh, Demarcus Ware on the show on Thursday. Uh, Marshall Falk is going to be in studio with us all day on Thursday uh, for the entire program. So, uh, man, there's going to be a lot, a lot of cool stuff we're going to be uh, doing for the Super Bowl over the next days. And, of course, we're going to be on live on a Fantasy Sports uh, Network. We'll be right here with you. YouTube, radio, going to be throwing it down. The, um, the Super Bowl betcast, uh, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Hopefully Cam's uh, a little bit better uh, by, uh, by Sunday. And, uh, and Corey Parson and yours truly. But... There's going to be like a crew on all day long. We'll take over at about 3 o'clock, set you up for a pregame show. And uh, then, of course, the game is at 6. It's going to be a loose atmosphere, though, i.e. we will be drinking. <laughs> so 
we say a loose, a loose atmosphere. Now we'll keep it, you know, we'll keep it uh, somewhat respectable because uh, I want to be able to remember the game. And I'll be honest, there's a lot of Super Bowls where it's just kind of a blur uh, when it's all said and done. So yeah, Julian Edelman's uh, the most expensive player here. Now obviously he's a must play. Do you make him the captain though? And do you play both quarterbacks? That's what I'm looking forward to asking the real experts here. I think Jared Goff has a good game, so I am going to play both quarterbacks. But I I would imagine that not everybody will. And I say everybody, and I'm talking about the real sharp guys that they say, no, not necessarily. I'm looking at the optimizer right now, and I'm talking to the Daily Roto optimizer. And the full like lineup optimizer isn't running right now. I guess they, you know, they haven't decided uh, yet, but they have the projections up. Tom Brady's the top projected player. Edelman is right there with him. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, James White, Sonny Michelle, Jared Goff. See, Jared Goff is kind of down a list, and Jared Goff is $10,000. Um, so, you know, but the thing is, Jared Goff is projected to get 20 fantasy points in this game. Sonny Michelle is projected to get 14 uh, or 15 fantasy points, but he's $3,000 cheaper, right? So it's all about how you want to approach this. Josh Reynolds is $5,400. Chris Hogan could be that punt play. Um, you know, we'll give credit to the Raging Reddit camp, Stewart, actually. And obviously in the Super Bowl, you're not just going to be playing one lineup. But Greg Zerline, we just saw the guy drill a 57-yarder. This game's indoors. You're going to be getting points. Like, let's see. So Greg Zerline, $3,400. Like, Greg Zerline is projected to put up more fantasy points than C.J. Anderson is, and C.J. Anderson is $5,200. Rex Burhead, Burkhead is $4,800, and Zerline's projected to put up more points. Gerald Everett is uh, $2,000. Ooh, pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. So, Greg Zerline, $3,400. You're going to get some points from him, actually. You're going to get extra points. You're going to get a couple of field goals. I don't have a problem with putting Greg Zerline in the lineup, and in fact, I'm going to. You know, I think even now we can afford to put Julian Edelman in as the captain. So we go Edelman as the captain, Brady, Jared Goff. Now we don't have a ton of money left, but this is where like we can squeeze, we can squeeze some value out here. Let's go with Zerline. All right, Zerline pumps us back up to $4,900. Man, I would like to get, I got to get Woods in here. Boom, I got Woods in here, and I got Gerald Everett. Not a bad lineup, if I do say so myself. Julian Edelman is the captain. Julian Edelman is the captain. Tom Brady. Jared Goff. Greg Zerline. Robert Woods, Gerald Everett, no change. Gerald Everett actually, you know, fits just perfectly like Tetris at uh, two thousand dollars. Now you're rolling a dice here with Everett, but it's it's allowing you to get Edelman as your captain to rack up one and a half times the points. You got Tom Brady in here who's going to complete a million passes. You've got Jared Goff who I think is going to have a better and bigger game than a lot of people are sort of projecting him to or expect him to. Now, the thing with Jared Goff from for DFS and really for the props, guys, and for the game, you know, listen, I've been, I've been breaking down Super Bowls on the air since the Patriots' first Super Bowl, actually. 
but I've been betting Super Bowls for a hell of a long time. And out of all the Super Bowls that I've, I've covered and we've analyzed and talked about, this is like one of the trickier ones. And they're all sort of the same in a sense. This, this Super Bowl reminds me of, of the Seattle one against the Patriots. You know, it should be a close game. You know, that one, what was 35-31 or whatever the hell it was, 35-32 with the weird play at the end. It was a higher-scoring game. I think, you know, it's the same, uh, you know, they come from the same uh, same division, NFC West team versus AFC East. It's sort of a similar game like that, but there are kind of these variables that come into this football game that, they're, it, you know, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to judge, like, specifically Todd Gurley. Like, if Todd Gurley plays like Todd Gurley can... And Todd Gurley's like part of the game plan. Like if they, you know, Todd Gurley starts the game, which he'll start, and he's looking good, and he's refreshed, and he's looking good, it cuts into Robert Woods' numbers. Like it's going to cut into the passing game. So as much as I, I love like a lot of these sort of props, it cuts into the passing game. But I got to assume even with Gurley, there's still going to be production through the air. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we got a million injuries tonight. We got a million injuries uh, tonight in the National Basketball Association. The uh, New Orleans uh, Pelicans already hit, of course, uh, by the Anthony Davis uh, wanting out uh, talk. Um, so they're without Davis already. Uh, now we've got uh, Randall is out uh, tonight. So Julius Randall is out. Uh, Miritic uh, is, of course, going to be out for the next couple of games. Um, Etwan Moore uh, is not playing this evening, so this leads to, um, I guess, it leads to some some potential fantasy value. But just because a guy plays doesn't mean he's going to put up numbers, right? So looking at the projected lineup here: Alfred Payton, Drew Holiday, Darius Miller, Solomon Hill, Jalil Okafor. Now, looking, I like. Now, who did we take last night? We took Miller last night, didn't we? Who did we take last night on the uh, on the Pelicans? Pelicans last night. Uh, yeah, we took Darius. We took a shot with Darius Miller last night. We took a shot with Darius Miller last night. Uh, you look at Darius Miller tonight, $3,700 on DraftKings. Put up uh, 21, uh, 21 uh, fantasy points. Uh, 20, 21 points. So, um, I, you know, I'm confusing Miller with, uh, with the dude I took, uh, who's the other guy on Memphis, <laughs> too many of these stupid injuries. And we're looking for these value picks between like, so, you know, I don't talk a lot about Solomon uh, Hill uh, often, but I'm actually considering is Solomon Hill, like a play tonight, $3,400, uh, $3,400 with a depleted lineup. 
So to me, the guy that I'm looking at here tonight, and let me let me run let me run a um, I'm going to run a uh, a new optimizer here for the NBA, just because there's been so many late injuries and scratches here once again. Now, the player that I think, if you're spending money tonight, a lot of people are talking about Vucevic on, on the Orlando Magic. I like and I do like Vucevic, and I'm, I'm going to have Vucevic in my lineup, but I think Joel Embiid is the guy tonight. I think Joel Embiid is the guy this evening. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers are at the Staples Center against the Los Angeles Lakers. Um... I, you know, everyone always talks about everyone playing for the Lakers all the time. I could see Embiid as a Laker down the road. I could see Embiid as a type of guy that would like a warm weather city and would would sort of like the a a flashier city than Philadelphia. Philadelphia is like you know blue collar, work working class, tough town, right? And listen, Embiid's very popular there, but I always get the feeling Embiid will leave Philadelphia down the road. But I, I can also say, like, Embiid's the type of guy that'll want to put on a show in Los Angeles. I think he'll want to go off tonight, and he'll have an opportunity to as well. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll get the computer to, to uh, do an updated optimizer here. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, great guy who once actually sent this pizza, class act. Uh, Big Cat steps up and in. What's up, Big Cat? Hey, Gabe, how are you doing today? Always a pleasure, Big Cat. How you doing, buddy? I just want to skip subjects a little bit and get your opinion on the new Alliance Football League coming in. It's only a two-week uh, way start. Uh, do you know of any uh, top players coming in or a team to follow early on? Well, you know, it's funny. I hear a lot of people talking about this, and I've actually, you know me. I bet on the Arena League, and I, I bet on pretty much all, all these uh, football leagues. I never have a lot of confidence in these sort of new leagues that, that they're going to even get off the ground and running, right? But this one actually does seem to. Um, let's see. Let me get uh, some of the players. No, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not on top of this so much. I know that Josh Johnson, dude. I know that. Jo- remember Josh Johnson? He he played for the Redskins in the last couple of uh, the last couple of games. But there's actually like multiple of these leagues. So there's is like it, the Alliance it, League. Is this a league that where they're going to restrict limits on uh, as far as uh, game wagers and future propositions? Oh yeah, there'll definitely be limits on this stuff. Yeah, there might not even be odds on this at all books. Like it'll be it'll be at some places, but I don't know. Like someone else, like I don't know. Do you know? There's the Alliance League, and then there's there's another one, isn't there? There's one of them has like some good. Good coaches and stuff like uh, like Mike Martz is the coach of one of the teams in San Diego. Yeah, I'm not sure about the and, other league. I'm just trying to get into this alliance here. It just it didn't seem like much is being said about it, and it's only two weeks away from starting up. Well, because it's you know, do they have a TV deal? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. I'm looking at the players here in the Alliance League, and I never really heard of any of these guys. You know, they're. Dudes, it's, you know, sort of guys that played, you know, an NFL practice rosters eight years ago and seven years ago. It's not a top-tier league, this Alliance League. Let me let me just find out the, the, the team that Mike Martz coaches, though, because I think there's another league, actually. Mike Martz. Let's see. Mike Martz. Mike Martz. Mike Martz. It's San Diego. Josh Johnson is the, uh, the coach. Mike Martz, San Diego. 
No, you're you're uh, you're getting really. Uh, yeah, it is. It's the Alliance League. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you what, like, with Mike Martz and Josh Johnson, and I know Marshall Fuck. You know what? Tune in on Thursday because Marshall's going to be in, in town, and Marshall actually told me that he was he helped uh, draft the players for this team. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. So he'll he'll know a little bit more. He'll know a lot more about it. But no, I never have confidence in these leagues. They started a league a couple of years ago. They had a team in Vegas, and it was NFL coaches. Jim Fossil was the coach, and they had some decent players. I don't know what it is, Big Cat. Like, the only other pro league that's ever really succeeded has been the Canadian Football League, the CFL. It's the longest-running professional football league in the world. But, like, I'm talking even around the world, like, basically. Like, there's no other pro football league that sustains itself besides the CFL. And people knock the CFL often. Well, some people will. But it sustained itself for over 100 freaking years. And it's successful. You know, no other leagues are. You know, the USFL wasn't successful. Uh, the World League was okay. The XFL was eh, And I, I don't think the XFL will do well in its, in its incarnation next year when that comes. There'll be point spreads for that everywhere. There'll be I'll, – I'll get numbers for you, Big Cat, for this. But that sounds good. I, that you know, let's – let's, the Super Bowl this week, buddy. Like you know, let's let's worry about the Super Bowl as opposed to some uh, team in Orlando in the Alliance I, League. <laughs> I won't keep you guys too long. I'm just going to offer a quick three game parlay here uh, tonight. I'm going to tie in uh, Houston in the first quarter. I think they're going to come out a little better than they did the other night against Orlando, where they fell behind by 18 early. So uh, Houston in the first quarter, tie that in with uh, UNLV plus nine and a half against Nevada, as well as Tennessee minus eight and a half against South Carolina for my three game parlay. Have a good day, guys. Wow. That's, thanks, Big Cat. It's a random parlay. I got a, uh, I got a real public parlay, which the, they never freaking win. And I've said this. I, you, know, you guys see I've taken these parlays. I've taken these uh, parlays. Um, I think it's the last three times I've done it on the show it's lost, where it's like the safe play. Well, this you know this team should beat that team, and that team should beat this team, and let's parlay together. But I got to be honest with you. Every time we did that before, it was kind of forced. Like it wasn't natural. Like I was like, ah, I don't really like the board here tonight all that much. Tonight it's not really forced. I you know I think this we have a nice three team Johnny Public parlay. Brooklyn Nets. Now I know. Listen, Brooklyn played last night. Um, and it's not the best spot. They played in Boston. Now they're back at home. They don't have Spencer Dinwiddie. They're actually a pretty banged-up basketball team, but it's against the Chicago Bulls, and the Bulls are terrible. And one thing the Brooklyn Nets have done very good at is bounce back after losses. I mean, they're 19-6 and uh, six now in their last 25 games. They've done a really good job of bouncing back after a loss, and... They've also done a good job of beating bad teams. And, you know, Brooklyn don't have the most talent in the, in the NBA, and they, they have less talent now because they're pretty beat up. But D'Angelo Russell is going to get his 25, 30 points. Damari Carroll is grinding. And, you know, it's really Atkinson. Atkinson does a great job just sort of coaching home wins. It's going to be a stress job. I wouldn't lay the seven with the Nets. Like, the Nets covering party is over as favorites. They covered last night as underdogs. But I think they'll beat the Chicago Bulls tonight. We'll share our parlay and more DFS on the other side.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Well, we can't get no satisfaction. Hopefully, we can get some wins, though. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we can get some wins. I don't know about satisfaction. Satisfaction, yeah, that's, I'm not so sure about that. You know what? We just threw together an NBA lineup, and, you know, like we said, we sort of re-rejigged it because of um, the injuries and everything always shifts a little bit. So, looking, looking right now, man... I wanted to find a way to get Russell Westbrook, Joel Embiid, and Nikola uh, Nikola Vucevic, you know, on my on my lineup, uh, and I was able to do it because there's a lot of other there's a lot of good value players uh, out there tonight. So, before we get back to the phone lines, let me just blast out uh, this NBA lineup uh, for you. We've got. Um, we're going to start off with Russell Westbrook at point guard. we got Oklahoma City out of Orlando uh, tonight. Russell Westbrook uh, at point guard. Shabazz Napier, uh, Brooklyn Nets. We were just talking about uh, Brooklyn. Shabazz Napier uh, getting a lot of minutes right now with uh, with Dinwiddie being sidelined. Well, he played 26 minutes, and he gave us 34 fantasy points last night. Uh, game before that, he played 28 minutes, 25 points. So Nate Napier's doing his thing. There's some value with uh, with Napier. We're rolling the dice a little bit here uh, with Darius Miller. Uh, Darius Miller should be starting tonight uh, for the Pels with uh, Randall being out. He's a projected starter here. Darius Miller tonight, $3,700. So it uh, should be a higher-scoring game, too, against Houston. So he should get some touches and some opportunities to at least get his back, uh, you know, 20 points or something to make the uh, $3,700 worth it. Hollis Jefferson, very cheap at $3,800 uh, tonight. Hollis Jefferson, another player that plays about 25, 27 minutes. Very productive. Uh, very similar numbers to Napier. I mean, look, last night he put up 33 DK points on um, on Saturday or Sunday, whenever it was, against the Knicks. It was, uh, or was that Friday night, excuse me, it was 24 uh, fantasy points. And he's under $4,000. He's $3,800. So I think both Napier and... Uh, I think both Napier and Hollis Jefferson are decent plays on the Brooklyn Nets. Now, Joel Embiid is a player I like who did not have a Q next to his name a couple of minutes ago. Oh, God. I see Embiid did not take part in the shoot-around. But he's expected to play. Should I just screw this? The the freaking NBA, man. It drives me crazy with this crap. It, It Really, it drives me crazy. Uh, you put lineups together, and uh, no, 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 you, you got to scratch him. Scratch him. Should I just get rid of him and put Paul George in? He's such a freaking machine. Oh, man. 
All right, so Joel Embiid, Luke Kennard, Michael Beasley, and uh, Vucevic. I think it's a really good lineup. Westbrook, Napier, Miller, Jefferson, Embiid, Kennard, Beasley, Vucevic. Now, as we stated, Embiid didn't partake in the shoot-around, evidently, uh, but they're saying he's still going to play anyway. So, I don't know, man. Effing NBA. Let's bring in uh, Julio right now. Big card Julio in Chicago, where Julio, man, I saw a picture on on online of, uh, so it was Lake Michigan, and it was the skyline of Chicago, and it actually looked like, it looked like Iceland or something, like, the water was all frozen, like chunks of ice, man, and crazy. You guys really are in the middle of this polar vortex, man. How are you doing out there? Uh, Big one, one, Julio. One the yeah, Gabe, can you hear me okay? Yeah, we got you, Julio. What's up, Julio? Uh, per per perfect. I just picked up a check from one of the teams I broadcast for. It's, a two, it's you know, a 30-second walk to the main office to my car, and it is so freaking cold here in Chicagoland that it felt like an eternity walking to my car. Uh, icebergs all over Lake Michigan. I really sympathize with my brothers and sisters who are homeless. Uh, if you know anyone across the Midwest, across this Polo Votex people, uh, lend a hand, give them a spare coat, because it's going to be a bitch these next couple of days, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're, well, that's, it's worse than that. Yeah, they got to get indoors, dude. Like, they're going to yeah. die. Oh, without they, a doubt. You yeah, they, you, can't, they, uh, you can't sleep outside they, of that. No, yeah, they could be frozen. Uh, yeah, it's it's even it's it's heartbreaking to think about. But uh, yeah, they. I hope the city does a good job with that. Look, I'm from Montreal, Julio. I'm from Montreal, which is a very cold city, and um, every every winter, a couple of a couple of homeless people die. Like they freeze to death outside, and like literally freeze. Like uh, same thing in Toronto. Like, two winters ago, same thing. A homeless dude died in a in a bus booth. And people saw him. He was on a busy street, and he was basically, like, in a T-shirt. And it was, yeah. like, same thing. It was, like, polar vortex. No one helped him. Lo and behold, he just keeled over and died. He froze to death. Yeah, it's it's tough. And, look, I'm looking out my window right now, and I got Manhattan, you know, normally a nice view. It's raining. It's kind of cool, but it's very bizarre how New York has dodged this for the most part. Like, it's going to be 15 degrees for one day on Thursday, but that's not that bad. And there's no snow or anything like that. It's supposed to be in the 40s this weekend in Chicago, and I can guarantee you there's going to be people in shorts because it's going to feel like the middle of August. You're going to be in Vegas, though, Saturday, right? Or this weekend? So yeah, it's yeah. all good for yes. you. All good for me, yes. Yeah, Saturday night into Sunday. Uh, looking forward to that. Although, me, boy, I uh, played some soccer today, and uh, a couple of came through, had a few of the favorites and some parlays uh, that would link into tonight's action. And it's just... Just like in sports, just when you think you know or have a thing, oh, this uh, this favorite's going to win easily. Oh, don't be too sure. So uh, that happened to me today. And uh, kudos to you, Gabe. Great call last night on uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I was hesitant. I jumped in game, got a great price, and uh, yeah, good call on the Nets last. Well, night. That was they were down by fifteen with two minutes left. It was, you know what? But that's why we bet on them because I know how resilient they are. Like, a lot of teams would say, ah, you know what, we're down by 15. There's two and a half minutes left. We're not, we're not winning this game. You know what I mean? We're not winning the game. And they kind of knew they weren't going to win the game. Like, you know, D'Angelo Russell was on the bench, but they, you know, they played, they played to the final whistle. They really do. Like, and you can't say that about a lot of NBA teams. 
Like they oh, hit threes. Like they actually battled. They got it down to eight. And they didn't foul. So it wasn't like they were fooling themselves. Oh, we're going to come back and win. But I don't know. They're just like their style. They're well coached. They have pride. So, yeah, it was a backdoor cover. You know what was a nice call last night? It was on Baylor. What a shock. They throttled good. the Sooners. But unfortunately, eh, I was on TCU too. And the Winnipeg Jets can go after themselves. Like, I'm done with yeah. that team for good. <laughs> They're on your list. I have a couple of teams on my list as well. Uh, yeah, that under, I mean, the over in the uh, Oklahoma game, disappointed Oklahoma didn't show up to the gym, but that was a good call on Baylor. I had the under in TCU, Texas Tech, and yeah, those teams could, uh, could screw themselves. Uh, you know, I've been listening to uh, betting shows across the country. This is the season for, for NBA teams tanking. I think the Bulls, I think the Suns, the Knicks, those three teams I would consider uh, ready to tank. Uh, you can you can even maybe lump in the Pelicans, but if they can get yeah, rid of but teams Davis, tanking, but. teams tanking and covering are two different things. Yeah, right. I mean, no, it's all about the, it's all about the money line parlays when you go uh, up against a the, team. Uh, can, the yeah, team. no, that's true. And I can't you can't deny it's weird. You can say, "Wow, the Knicks just can't do this; they can't do that." But I think they're doing exactly what they want to do, actually. Like, I don't even rip them anymore for losing because they want to lose. Like, they really, they're trying to get the top pick. And yeah, I, mean, I can't, I can't even argue with it. I can't argue with it. And look, Fisdale leaves his best players on the bench in the last five minutes all the time. Like, he, yep. he does, and then he goes, oh, I'm trying to just teach the young guys. No, no, you know you're not going to get fired. They must have told you, listen, you, you're good for the next few years here. We want you to tank. Dolan must have told them, we want you to tank. I see the same thing with the Chicago Bulls as well. Almost, Jim Boylan, idiot, yes, but almost the public face to uh, a not-so-subtle way to tell the public that they're tanking. Uh, you know what's crazy thing. this year? Listen, you do college ball. and well, We want to get you on the morning after to get your experience doing it. It would be interesting. But you do college ball, and you know, listen, all these teams tanking, you better, they better hope they get like the top two or three picks. Because it, it, it's a big drop. It's one of these weird drafts this year where, yeah, there's Zion Williamson at the top, and I think he might be a little overhyped personally, right? But, listen, I'm no scout. I, I hope the kid does well. I'm not a hater. Like, I think the kid could be good. But I'm just – I'm not sure he's this big savior that's going to turn a franchise around. And I like Barrett, the Canadian kid, R.J. Barrett. He's real good. Yeah. He's going to be a good NBA player. He'll be in the league for a long time. But same thing. He's not a savior. Cam Reddish isn't a savior. The John ja Moran kid's pretty good. But after that, there's a drop-off. So, you know, the team's going to be careful with this. But it's Zion is the ESPN guy, right? I mean, he's the name yep. guy. So franchise will like that. They want that. Oh, without a it doubt. It shuts fans and up. Historically, the lottery picks, if you can get – Within the top five, you're going to find that superstar. Historically, however, if you have a good player development, good coaches, a good scouting system, you could find a Giannis or a Kawhi in the middle of the first round, and they they themselves were turned into superstars. But it all depends on player development, which the Knicks, the Bulls, and, and the Suns do not have right now. So they they need yeah, to get and that's the, the thing. Picks. Like, look, exactly. Like, it's who you're surrounded with, right? I mean, yep. look, like, look at Chicago. Uh, look, look at uh, Markkinen. He's a good player. Yep. You know, like, if Markkinen was on the San Antonio Spurs, 
his life would be a lot better, right? <laughs> like, you know, like he would be a better player. He would be higher profile. He would have better stats. You know what I mean? Like, just sort of like his career would be in a better spot. Like, I look at a kid like Josh Jackson. I, I, like, in Phoenix, are the biggest gutless pukes. And I watched him the other night, and he's freaking good, Julio. Like, he's a good player. Like, he has pride. Like, they're getting killed. He ran back. He blocked a shot. You know, like, he's good, but... You know, he's in a weird spot with a bunch of other sort of screw-ups. And, you know, it's it's a tough situation for him to be in. All right, we got to get out of here, uh, Julio. We're going to a break. But what's your best bet tonight? What do you got? Uh, best bet, I'm doing Nets in a Moneyline parlay with either Virginia or Buffalo tonight. All right, so it's not Big Card Julio tonight. Well, it is, but we're running out of time, so. All right, hang in there, Julio. We'll get your picks on the other side. Hold on. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Hopefully Cam is uh, feeling better tomorrow. I think it was pretty severe, actually. Uh, like throat infection, chest infection. Oh, no. Um, I told him he's got to eat more salads. So uh, uh, hopefully he's, he's, he's feeling better for tomorrow, or at least by the weekend. A uh, big Super Bowl weekend. All right, big card Julio. I didn't want to run you because I, I was thinking, ah, oh, you know, it would have been for your own safety and for the best if that was it your only place. And I was yes. like, all right, that's it. You're cut off. Boom. But now we'll let you live up to your namesake and big card Julio. And I see there's a million. I see there's a million college basketball games tonight. So I'm assuming you got a ton of picks, Julio. <laughs> Indeed, I do. You know, you're right, though. Uh, w- once I get an inputter in Vegas this weekend, uh, Big Card Julio will soon be Middle Card or Selective Card Julio. But until then, yeah. the Big Card continues. All right, so uh, let, let it let it ride. Well, well, what, what, right, uh, uh, let's go Mid American Conference first. After their stunning upset last Tuesday against Buffalo, Northern Illinois are taking on the Bobcats of Ohio. Give me over one thirty six. In that affair, it's a rematch in the Big 12 tonight. Longhorns against the Jayhawks could be over 140 in that ball game. Look, I know the gym in Vanderbilt is weird. It's awkward. Doesn't mean we can't get overs in that ball game. Kentucky Vanderbilt over 137 and a half. Let's go to the Atlantic 10 game home matchup for the Flyers of Dayton. They're taking on St. Joe's. Give me over 145 in that affair. Uh, back to the Max Central Michigan. The Chips home against Eastern Michigan. I took the Chippewas in a money line. Pittsburgh on the road in South Carolina against Clemson. I took Pitt plus nine and a half. And then I got a couple of yeah. parlays mixed with Virginia, Buffalo, Jer- uh, Brooklyn Nets, San Antonio first half. The uh, money line whole game is just way too way too chalky for my liking. So I've got some variations with that. And then I'm going to open a parlay with Virginia, Buffalo, and then Liverpool tomorrow after Man City lost to uh, Newcastle today. Big big game for Liverpool tomorrow against Leicester. 
So I'm going to add Liverpool, a money line victory in that one. And then tomorrow in uh, English soccer, I took Southampton over two and a half goals in their matchup. Well, Julio, we wish you the best of luck. And you know, there was one game you omitted here, and a big one, in which you're a broadcaster. So uh, this is something uh, that uh, is very intriguing to know. Kansas are 88 and 11. 88 and 11 after a loss with Bill Self. Oh, hey now. And they and they're a plus how, how about this? Must plus they're money line dog tonight. Yeah, they're 3 and 0 this year uh, off a loss. But since 2013, Bill Self is 38 and 3 off a loss. 38 and 3. So only you 3 times only three times out of the last 41 losses has he lost the next time. And they're coming off a loss against uh, Kentucky, of course, over the weekend, just just uh, for a point of reference. All right, so I'll add, I'll add the Jayhawks' money line, and I omitted one game. It's the mid-major game of the week. It's Lipscomb against uh, Liberty. Give me the over in that one tonight. I think it's uh, 140 currently, so I took the over earlier this <laughs> afternoon in that uh, mid-major game of the year. Lipscomb and Liberty, huh? Mid-major. It's either Liberty or Belmont. I, I forgot to jot it down, but yeah, I know yeah, it's, it's, it's Lipscomb and Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen and four yeah. and eight, eighteen and four. Yeah. Totals one thirty-eight and a half. Totals one thirty-eight and a half in the game. Um, Liberty are thirteen and six to the under on the year, though. That's one thing. Uh, I note. Yeah. Tonight, t- tonight, I'm I'm hoping for the O. But uh, Gabe, <laughs> best to you. And uh, later in this week, I'm going to add uh, under in the Super Bowl. The computer has five stars, so I said, "Hey, I got to trust the computer one last time before the NFL season comes to an end." And I do want to ask when I call again, maybe later this week, about the uh, Daily Roto Golf because I do want to take a swing at some golf betting this year. And I'd like to, if I'm going to keep Daily Roto, if I'm going to keep that package, I, I need to know and learn about uh, understanding their golf. Algorithm. Yeah, the golf might be the best, actually, like the, as far as the computer projections. Like, it's really, like, you really break it down for the gambler. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll call tomorrow. Wednesday's our golf day, so tomorrow I'll go over it. And when Cam's back, too. But, like, if you look at the optimizer and, you know, the, 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 the optimizer page, there's a lot of different options, man. So, like, you can click, okay, what's the percentage of the guy that's going to win a tournament? All right, that's good for betting purposes. But boom, you can say, all right, what's the percentage of top 10, top 20, um, head-to-head? You could put the names in, head-to-head, who's got a projected better score. All of which is one thing, and I tell you, Julio, I won, I've won two weeks, in a one, two weeks in a row on DraftKings playing golf tournaments. I didn't watch a single putt of either tournament. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's pretty much just I understand golf betting. And the computer is helping as well, sort of sift through the, the crap. And there's no biases with the computer. So, yeah, the golf optimizer is really good. Yeah, excellent. I'll call in and uh, definitely want to learn more about that. Dave, God bless. Take care. Everyone Thanks, who's listening, especially in the Midwest, guys, stay, stay warm. warm. Take care. Yeah, our main man. Thanks, Julio. Our main man, Clam Chowder, called in earlier. Said, uh, um said that uh, he hasn't left the house actually in a couple of days, which actually is probably not a bad idea when it's that freaking cold. Like I said, in New York, it's raining. I'm looking out the window right now. It's raining. It's kind of coming down a little bit. It's coming down hard right now. It's going to be a little cold, but I don't know, Yang, you wouldn't be able to handle that type of Midwest cold, man. Oh, no. You ever been in that stuff before? Like, I don't think I like would. Minneapolis minus, minus 60 with the wind chill. 
And Clam Chowder say he couldn't even open his door. That's why he hasn't been out. So, yeah, that's too cold for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's too much for me, but yeah, you don't. I don't. I'd like to see you out there, actually. <laughs> I would. I mean, like, I don't think I've been out to Chicago. You don't have a jacket for it. <laughs> You've been to Chicago, yeah? Yeah, I've been in Chicago in the summertime, and um, over there by Lake Michigan, that water gets cold out there. It's freezing out there. I even jumped in the water. Yeah, you're not supposed to be jumping in Lake Michigan. That's like jumping in the Hudson. Yeah, it took a couple minutes, a couple couple days for my nipples to like kind of throw out a little bit. Yeah, so you thought it was cold in the summertime in Chicago. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was cold over there by the water. Yeah, it's cold by Soldier Field. It's very cold over there. Yeah, no, it gets windy. That's why it's the, it's the windy city. But holy crap, man. People are getting nailed with this polar vortex everywhere. Like I said, in New York, we're pretty we're pretty lucky, man. We haven't, we haven't got hit uh, with this uh, too much. All right, uh, so I got to get to my picks and everything like that. Uh, I guess we'll do, we'll do one last uh, call here quick uh, because I got to get to my picks. We only got a couple of minutes left uh, on the program. We got picks, uh, props, and a lot of stuff to get to. Jason, Wisconsin. Gabriel. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing great. Hey, speaking of the weather, I'm in uh, I'm in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, the water park capital of the world, which is just north of Madison. It's, you know, it's about central Wisconsin. And uh, I'm driving, and you ever see the movie Fargo, when you drive down yep. these roads and there's nothing? That's what I'm doing right now. So if I lose you, I apologize, because the reception is terrible. And uh, <laughs> but, so anyways, I have a small cleaning company, and I've been cleaning these rental cabins, because it's a tourist community. So I'm driving down these, these empty, dead roads here, talking to you on my Bluetooth, and uh, I just made a special trip. Uh, hey, Gabe, do you ever get on the uh, uh, squares or... or, or uh, what do you call them? Uh, uh, not squares. You call them, uh, you know, the uh, the. the yeah, I don't. I don't do no. that much. I know. We'll probably. I'll probably sure. do it on Sunday, just because I know I saw Venture was cutting up some squares and some numbers earlier yeah. today. So I, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not. I'm not a big guy on the squares. I'll have enough money on the game. I'm a big betting and prop guy. No, sure, right on. So um, I believe uh, Sony Michelle is going to be. He's going to have a huge game. I believe. Tony Michelle is going to be a key to a, a lot of stuff. And then also, um, uh, uh, it's funny, I made a special trip just now and drove, drove eight, eight, ten miles out of my way and eight, ten miles back. And, it's, and it's, it's, speaking of weather, it's like minus 17 here in central Wisconsin. And tomorrow it's going to be minus 40. So it's, uh, yeah, speaking of the Midwest, it's really wicked here. It's wicked. So, uh, Anyways, and I made a special trip to get on this big three hundred dollar uh, square uh, sheet that pays pays fifteen grand for the final, ten grand for half. You know, there's a hundred squares, or three hundred bucks a square, and it's you know in a small town like this, you know, it's it's a, it's a big deal. So I made a special trip to go get on it, and I, I go stop in the Showboat Saloon out of here in the Dells, and uh, son of a gun, I got on the last square. <laughs> you got the last one. I got the last square just by chance. I got the last square, so it's meant to be. It's going to be a good Super Bowl, man. It's going to be a good well, Super you, Bowl. Yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky you didn't drive there for nothing. So where are you going to watch no, the Super exactly, Bowl? Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I'm just pulling up here to the cabin now, and it's, like I said, it's like Fargo. You know, it's uh, snow and cold and, you know, Steve Buscemi with his face blown off. It's great. 
Well, yeah, make sure you don't, as long as you don't end up in a wood chipper, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, I, I love you, man. Take care, buddy. And I hope Sam's right, just still stay okay. Safe. Stay safe on the roads out there. All right, there's uh, Jason, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin's in the middle of this uh, this this blizzard. I'm seeing, like, tweets all over Twitter. Like, look, I used to live in Toronto. I'm seeing Toronto is, like, totally ambushed right now. Like, it's under snow for real. And that's the way it used to be, actually, all the time. Like, that's sort of normal. But, you know, weather, weather, weather patterns are different right now. And whatever, man. It, it'll be, like, viciously cold. And like Julio said, it's going to be 40 degrees in Chicago in a couple of days, right? Like, same thing here, uh, Yang. It's going to be cold on Thursday, like 15 degrees or something like that. And then, boom, on the weekend, it's going to be, you know, balmy again. So, I mean, winter used to be winter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, winter used to be winter for months, and it sucked. Now it's like, oh, it sucks today. You know what I mean? And it kind of goes away. Yeah, I mean, a while ago, as soon as it hit October, we had like 16 inches of snow. Like, you know, Christmas, Thanksgivings, we had snow. Like, now we have, like, very slight snowfall now. Dude, remember there was the mini snowstorm there, and the city shut down earlier this year. That was it. We were just talking about that yesterday uh, with Keith and Rosari, um, how we had, like, two inches of slush and, like, paralyzed the city. Yeah, no, it was pretty weak, actually. Like, in in New York. In New York, like... You expect that in Atlanta. You expect that in down south. You don't expect that like in New York, right? That yeah, you know, yeah. but it really did. Like the city came to a standstill. The traffic. So I'm good, man. That's why I take the ferry, Yang. Yeah. They call it the civilized commute. There's no. I was going to say there's no traffic in the Hudson, but there actually is. Actually, you get these big cruise ships and get stuff. Yeah, you <laughs> they block your way, and you got to go. And planes flying, and you know. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing too. I'm worried about like helicopters crashing into the the ocean, <laughs> into the into the water, into the into the river. It's true though. Like once, it's like once or twice a year, man. It's same thing in Vegas. Like uh, I would never like I'm a tourist. Like basically in Vegas, they have these things. Oh, go like overlook the city, you know, in a helicopter, or like go to the Grand Canyon and look at the Grand Canyon in a helicopter, and. Dude, like it's you're not dealing with United Airlines here, right? You got some guy. Yeah, he's got a license and stuff, and he's a licensed pilot, he's a licensed tour guide or whatever, but you don't know if his helicopter's falling apart. Like it, it happens, yeah, I'm telling you. Like I'd like to look it up. I'm telling you. There's been numerous hell there was one company that they still they still operate. They've fallen in the Hudson like three or four times, Yang. <laughs> I'm always concerned they're gonna fall in the Hudson when I'm in the Hudson. Like they're gonna hit my, uh, they hit my boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, ferry over there. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna hit the the ferry, the NY Waterway, uh, as it's uh, as it's called. All right, like, you'll get caught up in the uh, the motor of the boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and I told you, I seen the movie uh, Sharknado, New York. Uh, it freaked me out too every time because <laughs> there's like the the sharks. The flying sharks were coming out of the Hudson and stuff, and they were like, they use the same ferry I take every day. So <laughs> sometimes I look out the window, and I'm like, man, oh, no flying sharks come flying out of this water. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I'm, always lo- I'm always looking in the Hudson, too. I'm always like, I look at the water, and I'm thinking, I probably should look down. Like, one of these times, I'm probably going to see a corpse, like, floating by me. But no, I, I haven't. I haven't so far. So, um, all right, NBA basketball tonight. The Brooklyn Nets, as I stated, guys, they're 19-6 and six straight up in their last 25 games. been a hell of a run for these guys. They covered the number again last night. All right, they're a covering machine. They probably cover tonight 
But it's sort of like the, the game against the Knicks the other night. You know, they were nine and a half, ten point favorites against the Knicks. I think it closed at eight and a half, nine. They ended up winning by ten. And it was without Dinwiddie. So now they're laying seven tonight. One thing with the Nets, and I've been watching every one of their games, is nothing's easy for these dudes. Like, in the last 25 games, it's not like there's been a lot of blowouts. They blew out a couple of teams along the way. But even, like, their blowout wins, they're kind of stress jobs, like, to be honest. Like, even when they beat Sacramento last week when they were 3 nine Martin Luther King Day, when they were 3 nine point favorites, that game was, like, tied late in the third, and then they just sort of kicked the crap out of them uh, in a fourth. So I'm going to put them in a money line here tonight, money line parlay, Brooklyn Nets, Houston Rockets, Philadelphia 76ers. Normally these money line plays are sucker bets, but I don't think this one is. Um, we're going to play the Kansas Jayhawks. We talked about it, man. 38-3, and three, guys. Bill Self is 38-3. and three. Coming off a loss since 2013. Like, that's, you know, some pretty solid numbers right there. You know, I don't like to blindly just bet things, but, you know, Texas, listen, I respect Texas. I think Shaka Smart's a good coach. You know, he's not having a good time in Texas. Things haven't really clicked for him like they would hope. Uh, they're just 11 and 9 right now. Um, and listen, Kansas lost the game to Kentucky over the weekend. But Bill Self said after the game, he said, yeah, I'm not happy with the performance, but, you know, he said, we're about winning the Big 12 uh, title here. And, you know, they've won like 15 in a row, right? That wasn't a conference game for them. So Bill Self, you know, they, they that game was just sort of for fun and that SEC Big 12 challenge or whatever the hell it was called, the Invitational. So, you know, th- th- this is more of a back-to-business game for Kansas, and, Listen, I, I rarely bet against Kansas, guys. And I paid the price for it over the weekend. I took the Jayhawks. We fell short. But I'm going to go back to the well here with, with the Jayhawks here. Give me the Kansas Jayhawks plus one and a half. Give me Ohio State and Michigan over 129. Uh, three straight Michigan games have gone under, but it's only 129. It should get there tonight. Nevada, UNLV over a buck 52. Nets, Rockets, Sixers, Moneyline, Parley plus 107.